All right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Little by Little podcast. Today we have Caleb Apia here on the show tonight, ready to go and talk about relationships. That's the topic. It's episode two. Coming back to you. We're ready. How's it going, Caleb? Hey, it's going excellent, Julian. Thanks for having me on the show, man. It means a lot to me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Love to have you, man. So Caleb is a senior here at Miami University who is a double major in Stratcom and Commerce. And do you want to tell them the new news that you heard about? Yes, sir. So um, I have just got the final word back from a company that I have been inter- an, an, I've had an interview with, and it was actually McDonald's. It's a Fortune 500 company. Um, I'll be working with Corp McDonald's as an operations specialist relocating to Knoxville, Tennessee, starting in February, and I'm just super excited for the opportunity, honestly. Let's go, man. Congratulations. You deserve it. You put in all this hard work, and now it's paying off. And just to clarify, you guys, we aren't talking about regular relationships. We're not talking about friendships. We're talking about romantic relationships. Yes, sir. So, Caleb, let's pop it off with, um, can you tell us a little bit about the romantic relationships that you've had throughout your four years in college? Absolutely. So I'm thinking of all of the experiences that I've had. I've only really had girlfriends in college, never dated when I was in high school. Um, So just going into the dating world, kind of getting thrown out to the bears. It was an experience, to say the least. Um, A lot. It was a lot of trial and error. So one thing I can say about dating while I was in college was taking great Things that I may I may have done not so well on a previous relationship, and transferring it over into something greater to the next one. Um, for example, I can think of like maybe my first relationship. I was a lot more um, kind of clingy, kind of needy. Like, oh, like you know, if 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 she doesn't text me back, then what does that mean? You know, kind of just always wondering like what's going on with her. But what I have to realize is that sometimes you just kind of kind of pull back, and people have their own lives to live. It's good to have someone that's with you that makes you happy, but you also do have to make time for yourself as an individual. So when you kind of are able to separate yourself from that person, it's better because you're able to kind of get an understanding of who you are and how you function versus having it being just um, two people that are meshed together that have to be together all the time because eventually you're going to get sick of each other. And um, just realizing that, I think that's been very important. Um, but it's it's definitely been a transition, and I've learned major things from every single one. And I'm now I feel like I'm at the point where I'm figuring out what I want and what I need, and things that I need from like a woman is in terms of like a connection that I want to establish with her. And it's a process, but you know we're making it work. Man, oh man, you sound like a seasoned expert in relationships. Like oh, Jesus, man. come <laughs> on now. Um, I know that you are older, you're a senior, so do you feel like relationships are developed better with people who have been in relationships before, or could someone who is just starting out in a new relationship and has never been in one before do as well, if not better, than someone else who has already been in one before? Wow, that's an excellent question. Um, Well, I can think of an example that I'm in right now. Um, My current girlfriend, we've been dating for about 11 months now. Uh Uh-oh, shout out to her. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And um, she, this is actually her first relationship that she's been in. And it's honestly probably like my third or fourth. But I would say it's the healthiest one that I've been in to date. Um, Just because we really, like, are able to reciprocate off of one another. Um, We vibe really well. 
there's a connection there's you know there's an attraction that we have whether it's emotional or physical it's there um so i don't think it's necessarily that the person has to be seasoned in terms of dating mm -hmm. i think what the other person needs to do instead is just have patience with that person and just when you build that solid foundation it's hard to tear it down but it's all about building that foundation very very um what's the word i'm looking for secure secure or? yeah yeah you know <laughs> what i'm saying but like seriously like it's all about laying down the foundation right. because when you have it centered around something that is actually like love and like uh -huh. us building each other up versus for selfish reasons or oh i'm just trying to you know do this for the meantime and when you have the intention behind the relationship so my thing is my mindset now i'm thinking every woman that i date or i am dating the intention right now is marriage Oh, it's wow. not so much that we may not get married right now, but I'm trying to get there. And I don't know if we're going to get there, but that's the goal. Right. And it's all about the intention. So I feel as if we're, we're looking at college as a whole. Um, dating is it's different. It's different here, man. Like versus like when you're thinking of people who are like closer to my age, like 24 plus, you know, people are very like abrupt. They're like, hey, I like you. I want you. And it's just that simple. But over here, you kind of got to play the game like, okay, well, I just texted her like three like three hours ago. So let me let me wait a little bit. Let me wait a little bit. It's a waiting game that you got to play. And it's just kind of like it's a different game that you have to play. And the dynamics are just different in college, man. Like not showing interest is how you show interest. And to this day, that still blows me. But you got to play the game to win it because I remember I had to do that with my current girlfriend. But – it is what it is, man. That's interesting. That's interesting. Because, you know, a lot of people in college will say that they have no intention of marrying whoever they did in college. And mm. they're really just dating for, I honestly couldn't tell you, maybe <laughs> just to have fun, to have a little fling, you right. know, right. learn a little bit about somebody else or just, you know, try it out. Right. But then again, you are at a different stage in life. You are 24 years old. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but that. 19 to 24, 18 to 24 is an average college student age. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it still would be a romantic relationship revolving around college. But, you know, since you do have a girlfriend, how is it balancing books and relationship? Because obviously the workload can get heavy in college for any student. And then you also are in a relationship on top of that. And I know for me personally, I could get very frustrated sometimes if I have to deal with this and that. So how do you balance that and what would you suggest to somebody else to balance that? Communication. And can you elaborate on that a little bit? Communication. I know communication is key for everything, but give us an example of what you would do if great, you were busy. Absolutely. Great example. So I'm thinking of my values and principles. They don't change with every person that I'm dating. They're always there. They're a part of my foundation. They're always there. So if I have to prioritize either going to work or having to wake up early um, to go to school, that will be a priority uh, regardless of what happens. So I feel as if it is very important to communicate with your partner. Um, hey, babe, listen, I got, you know, I have a, I have, I have a, I have a very strict bedtime. I, I go to sleep <laughs> at 11 o'clock every day. If I'm, if I'm not going out, I'm going to sleep at 11. And I'll be on, I'll be on the phone with my girl, like, and she'd be like, yeah, like, uh, like, yeah. I'm like, uh, and I look at the time. I said, yeah, babe, it's, it's 11. I'm ready. I'm about to go to bed. And then she's like, well, what did you eat today? You know, she tried to be cute. And then it's just, a, it's just a click. 
That's it. Beep, 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 beep. But but she knows that though. She knows that I have to get I have to get up, go to the gym in the morning. Cause I still make time to go to the gym and I make time to go to school and I make time to go to work. Cause I work full time on top right. of going to school full time. And I have a girlfriend. It's just all of these things, like I have to have time management over over top of everything. So I have to understand what's important right now and what's important later. So I have to kind of figure out my priorities in a sense. So what I have is this is this journal of things that I consider like my priority square. So I have things that are urgent but not important, things that are important and not urgent, things that are things that are urgent and not important, things that are not urgent and not important. Um and it's it's a matter of prioritizing all these different tasks into these these different squares. Granted life happens. And sometimes I have to adjust to these things, but it's all about staying true to yourself and staying true to what's important to you more so than thinking of because because at the end of the day, like, you know, we're dating. We're not in a marriage. We're not. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's right. the dynamics are a lot different. I don't need to be with you, but you're a good compliment to me. Mm-hmm. We compliment each other well and we help build each other. That's what a relationship should be. It's not so much about. I need you to complete me as a person because I'm an individual. I already have happiness within me. I have joy. It's already there. You already have your own joy. We come together and it's magnified rather than it being someone who's just wanting to be in a relationship because they need someone to build them up. Right. And I feel as if that's kind of like the dynamics nowadays. And I'm, I'm sure it's changing, but that's just what I've experienced. But yeah, I would say time time management and communication. So for somebody who is entering college, say a freshman, and you know they don't have a good time management, it's their first time in college, how would you suggest them getting in a relationship? I think they should, but they should be, going back to what we were talking about, intention, they should be very specific as to their intentions with that individual that they're getting into a relationship with. So if they're just if they're looking for to date and have a girlfriend, fine. If you're looking just to date and you know do that do do, do what you got to do, fine. Just let it be known. It's a lot of it, it's a lot of the beating around the bush and then you're, you're kind of playing with people's hearts, you're playing with their emotions. Um mm-hmm. you know, just skip all that. It's just a matter of telling you, "Hey, I'm genuinely interested in you. I could see us being in a relationship together." And then doing that rather than well, I mean, I could just have options, you feel me? It's just, you know, like, but it, it it's not healthy, though. So I would say it's it's very keen on being true to yourself. And you don't even need to have time management skills. You have to have a, your own set of principles that you don't um, that you don't cross over. So when you have values, your own value system. It's key. It's everything. So that's one thing that I could definitely suggest to a college student, just to have their own set of keys and, and principles and values that they can't cross no matter what. And since you have been in multiple relationships, well, not multiple, but a few in college, how how do you feel about the seriousness? Do you believe people take college relationships serious? <laughs> that's a great question. I think it depends on the individual. I personally do um, because... I'm thinking even if the woman that I'm with right now is not the woman that I end up dating or marrying, being with for the rest of my life, I know that she's setting me up for my wife or she might be my wife. So I feel as if it's important 
in that aspect because of all the key life lessons that I'm learning from this person and that we're learning from each other as individuals. So I take it very serious, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to run game. I'm being very honest, very transparent with you, you know? It's, that's what it should be. It shouldn't be about, being in a relationship shouldn't be super stressful. You're already stressed about school. <laughs> you're already stressed about work. You're already stressed about getting that A on the bio exam or, you know, all these different things that you can, you, uh, you can actually stress about, your financial situation. Why even add more stress in the form of a relationship? Something that you don't even need to be in currently in college. So I would say it is important to take it serious in college because it sets you up for when you get out of college. When it's not so e when it's not as easy to meet people. You gotta think about it. Because right now we're in an environment where we're we're people who are like minded, ambitious, go getters are about to that are all accomplishing wanting to, you know, get a degree. But then think of life after college. For example, I'm moving to Nashville, completely foreign, completely foreign environment. Never been there before. I've only been to Gatlinburg in Tennessee. So how am I going to meet people? I don't, I don't know you. I'm, I'm going to figure it out though. But you should take advantage of you having that person who is similar, who is like you, who is trying to achieve a similar goal as yourself while you are in, while you are in college. So I feel as if right now is the best time to take it serious because when you do find that person, maybe outside of college or maybe post-college, post you're able to have the right resources that you've utilized beforehand. And I think that's just so important. Interesting. Um, so how about you tell us a little bit about, if you feel comfortable, telling us about one or two bad experiences you have had in a college relationship without mentioning any names. I don't want to shade anybody on this podcast. <laughs> Um, I have love for everyone. I don't <laughs> know. So go on ahead <laughs> if you feel comfortable doing that. If not, that's fine. I would say with me personally, I would say just some toxic traits that I've had is just clinginess and feeling as if I have to be with that person 24-7. And also, there's just to that same effect, that person's unwillingness to show any type of love or like any type of care or anything like that. So it's it's kind of like I feel as if I was being manipulated, but I was also allowing myself to be manipulated, as in she was mani being manipulative and I was being manipulated. But I had to be more aware of the situation, but I wasn't because I was so mesmerized with the whole situation. I was like, oh, well, this person is just so incredible, blah, blah, blah. Granted, you know, we, we've grown since then. I would say me and this person are on talking terms right now. Like, we're cool. <laughs> we're cordial. And it, But, you know, that you know what that came from, too? That's, that's a lot of that is forgiveness. And I feel as if people have a hard time forgiving their significant other, especially, like, exes. Um, or just, just, just thinking about their childhood. Like, it, sometimes this thing is way deeper than what we think it is. All of the traits that we have, all these qualities... We, we were kind of assimilated into it just by how we were grown. That's how we were raised by our parents. So if you were yelled at as a kid, maybe you're, you have a more of a tendency to either kind of shut down when you're getting yelled at or be the, be the one to yell. So, like, it all goes back to that. Like, have you forgiven your parents for what they did to you? Have you forgiven your exes for what they're giving you? Because when you have all that resentment, all that, for, all that, all that hatred within you, it's hard to move on and be actually successful. So a lot of it's like a lack of healing. When I'm thinking of 
as a whole, like the biggest problem that kind of coexists in relationships is like a lack of healing. People are moving on too quickly. They're not giving themselves the time and the mental capability to actually digest everything that they went through, learn from their mistakes, and then go into the dating scene. They're thinking, I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. Let me move on to the next one. But you're <laughs> playing with people. But you're playing with people's hearts, though. Like, yeah, you understand. People understand the magnitude of that. And then hurt people will always hurt people. I agree. Say it again. Say it again. One time. Just hurt like people. It. Hurt people, man. It's, it's just a part of life. So when you don't lo- allow yourself the ability to forgive and forget and heal, but then you try to go into the next thing, it's gonna be just as bad, if not worse. And even if you find that right girl or guy, you're going to only see the negative qualities. You won't even see that that person might be the one that's for you because you'll be so focused on like, oh, wow, he's there's way too many good things about him or her. There's there's got to be something wrong with her. And then you'll find something wrong. You look for something, you're going to find it. That's true. Yeah, it's so true because, you know, people look. We look. <laughs> Man. We find. <laughs> Man. Oh, wow. So, you know, on my show, the Little by Little podcast, I always have a word of the day, and since the topic today is romantic relationships, I figured the word of the day be infatuation. So I always ask my special guest, what does that mean to you? Man, infatuation to me, I would say it's something that's a lot more artificial. Mm-hmm. It's not genuine. It's kind of like a feeling. But I compare that to love. Love is more so like an action. Like it's something that it doesn't go away. You know, you can you can... If you say you love somebody today and hate them tomorrow, is that really love? In my opinion, I don't think so. But when you love somebody and it's more so like, hey, listen, like no matter what you do or what I do to you, the love is not going to go nowhere. And that's that's love to me. So infatuation, it's not a word. It's it's hard to differentiate between the two because the feelings are just as strong. But you know it's there when you can picture that person being happy with someone else and you still being okay with that. I would say that's a good that's a good judgment. But everybody's different. Not everybody will be comfortable with that. But that's the point in, in my life that I am in right now. So I would say that infatuation is more so temporary. But love is. Love is forever. <laughs> you sound like a corny ad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so... You guys heard it there. Infatuation is temporary. Love is forever. And I hate to say it, but I agree. Um, If you guys agree, please leave a comment and say something and let us know what you think about that. Um, So, Caleb, since you are a senior and your girlfriend, is she a senior as well? (laughs) She's a sophomore, man. (laughs) She's a sophomore. Okay, so she's younger. That's no problem. Yeah. So my question what will you do if you have to go to a long-distance relationship? How do you feel about long-distance relationships? Do they work? Are they overrated? And if you have to do one, if you feel comfortable talking about it, mm-hmm. go on ahead. We'd love to hear a little bit about it. So I think about it like this. It, it, it all goes back to you speaking for the individual that you are with. So we've had this conversation before, and it's all about, okay, are we comfortable with – maybe not seeing each other as often as we are. Right. And luckily for us, we were able to take that uh, the five love language quiz by Gary Chapman, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. But we have the same love language. So it's words of affirmation and quality time. You don't need to be physically in someone's presence 
to enjoy their to enjoy their time or to we hear words of encouragement with them. So I believe with our different love styles, it would work. Um, so I'm always willing to give something a chance. Um, but I wouldn't just want to give up just because, oh, the distance is there. I mean, when distance doesn't really, it's just it's just a factor. The love is still there. It's just it's just you guys are a little farther away now. Right. So I really hope that you know we can still make it work. I would never just want to give up on something because the situ because the environment is different. You know, especially if you know I got something go going on that's good. It's hard to kind of just leave that because of the potential that it could fail. Mm -hmm. And if you fail, you fail forward. Right. That's life. Fail forward. I I agree. You know, I'm currently in a long-distance relationship myself. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't... Maybe because I'm in school, but I don't really let it affect me. I don't really think about it. Like, I've never been like, oh, I'm in a long-distance relationship. Like, like you said, it's really just distance, and it's just a factor. And, mm -hmm. you know, you... You do what you have to do. Absolutely. Especially if the love is there. If the love is there, then, you know, they say love beats all. Um, Caleb, is there any advice you'd give to um, a college freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, or even somebody who's not in college and might be going through a tough time in their relationship or not sure if they can handle or be in a relationship? So back to the points that I was saying earlier, intention and communication and self-awareness actually let's talk about that too mm -hmm. you have to be self-aware you have to realize what are you mentally emotionally spiritually and physically like capable of being like taking in how much are you willing to take in order to move on how much does it take for you to forgive somebody you have to be aware of yourself before you can think of someone else to even understand who you are as an individual mm -hmm. so it's gonna sound corny but focus on you before you try to focus on somebody else. And that's 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 such a real statement. Because if you're not self-aware, then it's it, it's just like, yeah. what can I say, man? That's <laughs> it. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah, because if you're not aware of yourself, how can you manage and maintain with someone else? Absolutely. It's kind of how I see it personally. Like, um... And I've done that. I've been in a relationship where, like, I wasn't focusing on myself enough, and I tried to focus all my attention on mm. someone else, and I lost myself in the process of that. Wow. You know? So, and I'm sure that happens to a lot of people. Um, so, how do you feel about marriage in college? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Getting married in college. Like, do you feel like... Wow. Yes. Yes. Marriage. I asked it. Marriage in college. Wow. Yes. Personally, I don't think that I, – I think it depends on the context. So if I'm thinking of someone at a high school, high school sweethearts that are transitioning into college, they've been together for seven plus eight years, and they decide that, okay, we should get married. I, I, I ask, what's the rush? That's my personal question. What's the rush? Because I feel as if there's so much time that we have in this world, and marriage is such a beautiful thing, but – I guess when you know, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> right. It, you that's got to be it. Because, like, I can't think of the point that I'm in right now just to get married. So it has to be something that's so strong, something so, like, so instantaneous that you're like, it has to happen now. And 
you know, thinking of statistics, I don't think that there's a good um, number in terms of like the amount of marriages that actually are successful after when, if you're married in college. So I feel as if it makes more sense to wait and to figure out the right time versus kind of just going off of, oh, well, I've been with this person for so long. Mm-hmm. It feels good. But then people change. And I feel as if we don't really get an understanding of who we are until maybe after college, honestly, because college is only a small glimpse of the real world. If And not everybody even goes to college. That's true. So I, I would say just take your time with it because marriage is it's a, it's for a long time. It's not supposed to, it's not supposed to be just every three years and you get remarried. That's not really how it's supposed to work. Right. But, you know, I feel as if it's, it's difficult because you have to separate that feeling of actual love versus infatuation. It's just like, am I infatuated with this person or do I love them? And if I love them, do we have to get married right now? Personally, I would say no. But everybody's different. I, I couldn't see myself even getting married at all in college. Probably not until I'm 30, man. I got time. Life 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 is life is short, man. Goodness. That is very true. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah. I mean, I've personally never thought of getting married in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I, honestly, I'm one of those young guys who doesn't really think about much, like where I want to live. Like I know I kinda know where I want to live, but like two years ago in a relationship and the girl asks me hey let's live here mm-hmm. get older i'm like i don't even know what mm-hmm. i want to eat for breakfast tomorrow <laughs> so yeah. i don't even know what to answer to you absolutely like, i don't know so, what to say. <laughs> and i'm thinking of that and you know i have one of my good friends he got married mid-college and um, he asked me to be his best man as well which was like such a blessing such an honor and it's crazy because when he told me he was gonna propose i was like because he was maybe 20 20 21 at the time mm-hmm. and i was like bro <laughs> you finna get married now like that's the thing and i I don't want to be like kind of like that negative voice in his head but as, at the end of the day i know he's gonna do what's gonna make him happy mm-hmm. but it made sense to him i was looking at it from an outside lens oh well maybe you need to maybe make sure you graduate college first maybe you need to make sure you get a secure job maybe you need to think of like because but then you got to think unplanned pregnancies for example they happen all the time People, but people always prepared to have the kid, regardless if they're ready or not. The True. kid's taken care of, and I feel like marriage is the same way. When you feel like you're ready, you're ready. Right now, I, 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 w- I can't say I am. I would say I got to take my time. But the goal is always marriage, though. That's what I'm trying to get to. You know, it just might be different. Right, and I kind of wanted to make this podcast a little longer because relationships are so important, and they make or break a lot of people in college. Like. I know people who have suffered academically due to the relationships, their romantic relationships. So how do you feel about this? If they're serious about you, then their words and actions will be consistent. Let me repeat it. If they are serious about you, then their words and actions will be consistent. Think about that. It's not always the case. You don't think so? No, man. Because you can... Man... Wow, I'm I'm really mad that you asked that. Because you, you don't have that. to be perfect. That's so true. But consistency, <sighs> consistency. Wow. The, the that person. So you got to think about it like this. What may have worked for you, for you in previous relationships won't work in the future ones. So you have to sit down with your partner, have a discussion with them, as into your norms, and and then you have an understanding of their norms. There should be a mixture of 
collaboration and compromise in relationships. Mm-hmm. So you have to think, if my woman or man needs to make sure his actions align with his words, then that's cool. Then that's what it is. So me, for example, one thing that I'm very, very serious about is promises. So my default is usually no, because when I say yes, I'm probably going to follow through with it. Right. And I'd rather say yes and follow through than, or than say yes and not follow through and then have you disappointed. Or rather, or rather say no and not follow through, because then you know that I'm not going to come. Mm-hmm. Versus I say no and something clears up, oh, I can actually come now. That would be better rather than saying yes and not showing up. So when we're thinking of actions aligning with words, I think it depends because, for example, we, me as an individual, I think that if I'm going to say I do something, it's going to happen. But not everybody's like me. Right. Some people think that it's better to say you're going to do something and then last minute not do it. <laughs> and, and I know people like and, that. And it's just like, what can you do? Like, it, you have to what get accustomed to their norm. Maybe that's not that's not normal for you because you're like, it just makes sense. But you can't look at it through your lens. You have to look at it f- through their lens. Right. And get an understanding as to why they did that. That is very true. It's all about empathy, man. Empathy. Empathy, empathy, empathy. Yes, sir. What have you done for me? <laughs> no. You know, you're like a young, uh, is it Steven Speaks or Stefan Speaks, Ste- man? Stefan Speaks. Stefan <laughs> Speaks. You remind me of him. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, uh, he speaks a little bit about self-love, relationships, and God. Dude is so intelligent, and he has a um, show. He's great. And Caleb really gives me Stefan Speaks vibes. <laughs> and if you guys agree, please say something, because <laughs> I totally think he's like a young Stefan. <laughs> a young Stefan. So what about this? Talk to me. Life is too short to be waiting for someone to act right. I agree. I mean. That's fair. I've waited for someone to act right, and I feel like it was a waste of time. That's because fair. if you can't, if you don't get it the first, the second, or the third time, how many strikes till you're out? You know, I mean, and you know, back to a point that I was talking about in terms of you learning something from all your relationships. Sometimes, when things happen so consistently, you don't learn anything out of them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I come up to you and I spit in your face one time, <laughs> okay, whoa, hold up. Let's <laughs> let's just talk about this. I spit in your face. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Like, I'm sure you probably wouldn't be happy by it, right? Right. Right. So let's say that I continue to spit on your face. What do you learn from that? Is there anything that you learn from me spitting in your face? And I need to get the hell away from you. (laughs) But even then, I'm thinking, what if you still decide to stay and I'm continuing to spit in your face? What are you learning from that? Nothing. You're just just getting your face spat on. (laughs) 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 It is just like, so you got to think, like, how much more time are you willing to waste on something that's not for you? Right. Because you use you see this thing. People usually know when they're in something that's no good for them, but they'd rather stay because they don't see them being with anything else, anybody else. And it's just like uh, that's not the healthiest thing to do because that's how people get taken advantage of and um, people get into really abusive relationships, whether physically or emotionally. Um, and you have to just have, it's just, you have to have love for yourself. 
Right. Just because just because that person um just because maybe you have love for that person or infatuation or whatever mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to discredit them as individuals. Say, hey, listen, right now I feel as if you're not really aligning with my values and principles, so I'm gonna have to step out. You know, and just having that conversation with them and being being genuine, being authentic, being empathetic with them, but then leaving, you know, because the choice to stay is yours. I agree. That is true. And you have given so much good insight. And I really hope whoever's listening to this podcast takes a lot away from what Caleb shared with us today, because he really is a seasoned expert. In romantic relationships, like a young Stefan. <laughs> and Caleb, is there anybody you want to shout out or anything you want to say? Like, drop your Instagram or something, man. Like, Shout out to my brother, Timothy Bell. Shout out to my girlfriend, Dornu. Okay. Love you, baby. Um, <laughs> shout out to God, man. Love God, man. Like, I, I wouldn't be where I am without him. Um, that's it. Thank you, Julian. Appreciate well, Caleb, you. I really want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I think you gave a lot of good insight, and I honestly can't wait to release this episode of Little by Little. And yes, sir. we know relationships, they happen little by little. <laughs> you will never find the right person if you don't let the wrong one go. Mm. So leaving with that, have a good one. Boom shakalaka, and I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. <laughs>